there fantasy owners welcome to lift the cup fantasy here not sure if you're chiming in watching via youtube or listening via podcast but either way really do appreciate the watch or listen enjoy the support here and we'll continue along with our team reviews we're gonna take a look at the depth charts according to dailyfaceoff.com really do find them the most accurate we'll take a look at goaltending tandem for ottawa defensive pairings and their forward lines and mention who's on specialty teams as we take a look at the Senators here to help determine players values for your upcoming drafts and upcoming fantasy season and hopefully give you that edge for your leagues here. Uh, so we'll get right into it. Goaltenders this year for Ottawa will be Cam Talbot and Anton Forsberg. Talbot came over from Minnesota there in the offseason. 35 years old. Last year he got into 49 games. He was 32-12-4 with three shutouts, a 2.76 goals against average, and a 9-11 save percentage. Minnesota was a pretty strong team as you can tell by that win total getting 32. For 32 wins you'd like to see that goals against down a little bit, save percentage a little bit higher, but overall pretty nice fantasy season for him. How does he project? Well, We'll cover Forsberg first and then we'll kind of discuss that. So Forsberg's 29 years old. Last year he got into 46 games played. He was 22-17-4 with one shutout, a 2.82 goals against average, and a 9.17 save percentage. Really, Ottawa wasn't even supposed... Well, they weren't close to the playoffs. The top eight were set ages ago in the East there, but... uh, Ottawa did perform better than expected. Forsberg was a big reason why. Gave him some solid goaltending. Earned himself an extension. Now, how does it figure out for them? I'm guessing it'll probably be pretty much a 60-40 split in favor of Talbot. They did bring him in for a reason. Give that veteran presence goaltending. Both are veterans, but Talbot has a better, longer history in the NHL. He probably gets a little bit of a longer leash. But I do see it pretty close to a split tandem, but probably more like a 45 to 37 game split there. Either of them, overall, Ottawa did improve from last year on their roster, so they should get a little better results. Are they going to be playoff bound? Well, fantasy owners don't really care if you're playoff bound or not. Just get me some fantasy points. But you won't be as bad picking an Ottawa goaltender as you were last year. It'd just be in the later rounds. Definitely don't take an Ottawa as your first goaltending option. Uh, Moving along to defensive pairings, their top pairing will be Thomas Shabbat and Travis Hamanick. Now Shabbat, he should be on the first PP unit. He is 25 years old. Last year he only got into 59 games played. He was injured there. He had 7 goals, 31 assists for 38 points. So nice production, well over, well over 0.75 points per game there. So really good value there. A little bit low by his standards. So you might see him drop in your drafts. So don't be afraid to scoop him up. Assuming he's healthy this year, you'll get really good value out of him. Out of his 38 points, 13 were on the power play. He had 73 hits. So not bad. He'd be over 100 hits over a full 82. 93 blocks, so really nice block total there, so really well-rounded. And 173 shots on goal. Overall, he really is your 
best option on the blue line coming out of Ottawa there. His D partner, Travis Hamnick, came over from Vancouver last year. He should be on the top penalty kill unit. He's 32 years old. Last year he got into 43 games. He had 4 goals, 6 assists for 10 points. Had 73 hits, 93 blocks, so really nice hit and block total for only playing half the season, and 82 shots on goal. So, realistically, you're not picking him in a standard scoring league, but in a banger league or a roto league, you're going to get 20 points out of him. You might take a flyer, but realistically, there's probably better options. Just depends how deep your league is and how many players are drafted in your league. Going on to the second pairing is Eric Brandstrom and Artem Zub. Now Brandstrom, he should be on the second power play unit and second PK unit. He's only 22 years old. He was a big piece that came over from Vegas there. Uh, last year, 53 games played. He had no goals, 14 assists for 14 points. Had 6 power play points, 39 hits, 59 blocks, and 86 shots on goal. Realistically, probably pass him over in a draft depending how deep your league is. The talent is definitely there. It just hasn't shown yet. So if you can get away without drafting him in your league, but keep an eye on him because if he does break out, hopefully he does. Defensemen some take, sometimes take a little bit longer to progress there. So I'd definitely have him on my watch list. I'm not necessarily drafting him. Uh... Now, Zub, he should be on the second PK unit, 26 years old, very similar to Hamannick in the way his stats play out here. 81 games played, he had 6 goals, 16 assists for 22 points, very close to what Hamannick would be over a full 82. 155 hits, so hits a little bit more. 124 blocks, so the blocks are down on Hamannick, and 92 shots on goal. So, if you're thinking about Hamannick or Zub, I'd probably take Hamannick just because he's going to get a little bit more ice time. But Zub wouldn't be bad if hits and blocks are counted in your league and Hamannick's already drafted. And honestly, check around. There might be some that are better. But 20 points with that kind of hits and blocks, not too bad consolation prize in a league that counts towards those stats there. Uh, third pairing is Jake Sanderson and Nikita Zaitsev. Now Sanderson, he's going to be a rookie. He's only 20 years old. Last year played in the NCAA. He had 26 points in 23 games played at the University of North Dakota. Of course, that's counting playing in all situations. Tons of ice time. Uh, big jump between the NCAA and the NHL, so wouldn't necessarily draft him yet. Do keep him on your watch list because he's going to be down to probably 12, 13 minutes a game to start out until he gains the coaches trust and you might see a move up the depth chart might be as a streamer mid-season maybe a full-time pickup towards the end of the season but really monitor how he progresses i'd pass him over in drafts but do keep a look at him for sure now zaitsev he should be on the first pk unit he's 30 years old last year got into 62 games two goals nine assists for 11 points had 128 hits 103 blocks and 65 shots on goal. Not bad hit and block totals, but the offensive production is really low where there should be a lot better options for you. So honestly, don't draft him at this point there. 
So we'll get into the forwards now. Their top line should be Brady Kachuk, Josh Norris, and Drake Batherson. Uh, Kachuk should be on the top power play unit. He's only 22 years old. Last year, 79 games played, was a 30-goal scorer, had 30 goals, 37 assists for 67 points. That should only get a little bit better as Ottawa strengthens and Kachuk gets a little bit older. 17 power play points through 270 hits. So a ton of hits for the young kid there, but Kachuk surpasses me. Know if you're watching hockey on a regular basis. 25 blocks and 288 shots on goal. Of course, he's fantasy relevant. Probably my top choice to go off of Ottawa forwards there. Uh, centerman is Josh Norris. He should also be on the top power play unit. He's 23 years old. Last year got into 66 games. He's another 30 goal scorer. 35 goals, 20 assists for 55 points. He had 23 power play points, 79 hits. 44 blocks, 172 shots on goal. He's going to get drafted again in most fantasy leagues, most formats. Definitely offers a lot of fantasy value. Not as much as Kachuk, but still a solid pickup towards the later rounds in your draft. Last one on this line is Drake Batherson. He should also be on the top power play unit. He too is 24 years old. Really young top line when Batherson's the old guy at 24. But uh, last year got into 46 games. He had 17 goals, 27 assists for 44 points. So basically point per game. Do see that panning out as long as he doesn't get injured like last year. He just wouldn't get as many goals as Kachuk or Norris. But definitely fantasy relevant for sure. 14 power play points. He had 89 hits, 15 blocks, and 110 shots on goal. So he does like to throw the body around. Not as much as Kachuk. Doesn't block a lot of pucks, but still fantasy relevant for sure there. Uh, second line will be Alex Debrinkat, Tim Stutzel, and Claude Giroux. Now Debrinkat was part of that big trade with Chicago there. Uh, Debrinkat, he should be on the top power play unit. He's 24 years old. Last year got into 82 games, 40 goal scorer, 41 goals, 37 assists for 78 points. Is he a 40-goal man in Ottawa? Well, now he's down on the second line, and he's not playing with Kane, but will definitely still be fantasy relevant. Don't be afraid to pick him up there. 28 power play points. He threw 101 hits, 35 blocks, and 270 shots on goal. He'd probably be... I'd probably put him ahead of Batherson, but he'd be behind Norris and uh, Kachuk for me there. Uh, Tim Stutzel... He should be on the second power play unit. He's only 20 years old. Last year got into 79 games. He had 22 goals, 36 assists for 58 points. So nice numbers there. Should only approve as he goes into his 21-age season. Uh, had 26 power play points, 125 hits, 52 blocks, and 176 shots on goal. Realistically, Ottawa has a very strong top six. Their last one is their free agent signing, Claude Giroux, going back home there. He should be on the second power play unit. He's 34 years old, so getting up there. But even last year, 75 games played, he had 21 goals, 44 assists for 65 points. So really nice point total there. Don't see that really, well, he's not going to get top line minutes, but shouldn't go down that much. He has really good line mates in Stutzel and Dabrinkat. 23 power play points, 68 hits, 16 blocks. Definitely not going to 
step in front of too many pucks for you, but had 205 shots on goal. Their third line is Alex Formanton, Shane Pinto, and Matthew Joseph. Now, Formanton, he should be on the second power play unit and top PK unit. He's a young kid again, 22 years old. Last year got into 79 games played. He had 18 goals, 14 assists for 32 points. So nice point total, but he was in the top six last year. Now he's down to the third line. Uh, 101 hits, 24 blocks, and 162 shots on goal. Honestly, I'm leaving him alone, but just that he has played in the top six. Produced not too bad for a young guy. I'm passing him up on drafts. But I will watch to see if there's any injuries if he does move into that top six. Would be worth streaming on an off night for sure there. Now there's centerman Shane Pinto. He should be on the second power play unit and second PK unit. Another young kid, only 21 years old. Last year he had one assist in only five games in the NHL. He had an injury plague season. Before that, he did get 7 points in 12 games at the end of the season after his NCAA season finished there. So there's a lot of offensive upside. Uh, he should be passed over in pretty much every draft out there. But keep him on your watch list just to see how he does. He is in a third-line role, but if he does bump up, gets a little bit of power play production, would be worth streaming on an off night for sure there. And the last one on that line is Matthew Joseph. He's on the second PK unit. He's only 25 years old. Last year at 69 games played, he had 12 goals, 18 assists for 30 points. Keep in mind, after he came over from Tampa Bay when he was in Ottawa, he was right at a point per game. But he was playing in the top six. So another one to keep an eye on. Could be a fairly productive third line in Ottawa here. He also had 106 hits, 27 blocks, and 86 shots on goal. Their uh, fourth line, like most fourth lines, probably not fantasy relevant except possibly in banger leagues, but we'll go through them anyways. It'll be Parker Kelly, Dylan Gambrell, and Austin Watson. Now, Kelly is 23 years old. He got into 41 games last year. He had 7 goals, 5 assists for 12 points. So... Offensive production's down the tubes. 131 hits, 30 blocks, and 48 shots on goal. So, nice hit total, 131 hits. And he's a small guy. He's only 168 pounds, I think he was listed at. So, <laughs> might just feel like a fly hitting against you. But he will throw the body on you. Uh, probably not a lot of fantasy relevance other than the hit department. Now, Gambrell, he should be on the top PK unit. He's 26 years old. Last year got into 63 games. He only had three goals, four assists for seven points. So, again, no offensive upside there. 103 hits, 39 blocks, and 58 shots on goal. So, realistically, not a lot of value. And if you're going to pick one, it would be Kelly over Gambrell. Gambrell doesn't really show much value at all there. And the last one's Austin Watson. He's 30 years old. Last year got into 67 games. He had 10 goals, 6 assists for 16 points. 213 hits, so nice hit total there. 63 blocks, which is pretty nice block total for a forward. And 88 shots on goal. But realistically, you're not going to draft him pretty much in any format. I can't see him getting picked up in too many drafts there. 
So that's Ottawa in a nutshell. Uh, after these previews are done, we will be having our uh, top goalie, top defenseman, and top forward rankings come out. We'll have some draft strategy episodes. And uh, as always in the regular season, we have three episodes that come out every week with different players to look at to help strengthen your roster and hopefully get you those wins there. So if you are watching via YouTube, remember to hit like, hit subscribe, remember that notification bell. That way you can catch these future episodes or maybe you want to go back and catch some uh, team previews that you've missed. Same thing, if you're listening via podcast, remember to hit follow, hit that heart, etc. Just so you don't miss out on any of these episodes and hopefully we help you strengthen your teams there, fantasy owners. Anyways, enjoy the rest of the fantasy offseason. Good luck in your drafts, and we'll see you next episode.